I'm gonna do it like Janis Joplin. No, okay, not really. That's not. It's a very bad Janis Joplin voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're back. We're doing more. We're back. More shit. More shit. Watching some trash. It's been, yeah, it's been a minute since we recorded because we recorded a couple episodes kind of in advance and we haven't actually recorded since, since election night. Since the election. And we made it through and we are not currently sobbing on our desks so i think that's a pretty good sign like that's yeah i mean it's all still fucked up but you know (laughs) at least we're not sobbing on our desks we uh have decided on a topic um faster than the vote has actually been certified so (laughs) correct yeah anyway but what have you been watching lately uh, to take your mind away from the real world Apart from this, I did start watching Plathville, which I know you did too. Welcome to Plathville, which mm-hmm, I'm sure we'll do mm-hmm. an episode on very soon. Very, very soon, yes. Um, other than that, we've really, God, we've been watching, like, we've been watching Bones. Like, you remember? Nice. Yeah, that old fucking show, which we were talking about this just before we started recording, that people who have the last names of kind of niche famous people, and the whole, like, funny thing in there is that Agent Booth's last name, he's really related to John Wilkes Booth, who killed... Lincoln. So I thought that mm-hmm. was a interesting, stupid <laughs> plot point. But it's Love it. It's just such a satisfying show because the murders always get solved. There's everyone's always likable, but it's it is truly trash. That I mean, sometimes that's what you need though. Like uh something you know that you're gonna be able to watch and enjoy, even if it's not the greatest, like that's what you need in this moment. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. Sometimes you just gotta. I think we're through six seasons, and we definitely started watching it, I think, Friday? Nice, nice. We've been working on it. Yeah, we've really been avoiding election news as much as humanly possible. Like, we were watching it, and then, like, on election day, we were watching Bones, I think. Or something else. Anyways, right around then. And we would just have the, like, election stuff up on our phones. Because we're like, I don't want to fucking listen to CNN any goddamn more. (laughs) I hate CNN. Everyone's so up in arms. It's breaking news every 30 seconds. They're like, breaking news. Georgia's still not it decided. Is. And you're like, shut the fuck it is. up. I've just, I've watched so much CNN. Um, I can't stop watching it still. It's bad. Uh, but I've watched so much CNN that the, like, the term breaking news means nothing to me. It's just like, okay. Yeah. You're like, this is not breaking. It's breaking into yeah. the other news. And it's the same news. <sighs> yeah. Exhausting. Um, yes. Other than that. We haven't been watching trash otherwise. We've, I mean, we just finished The Crown, which was really good, the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. What have you been watching? Um, let's see. I haven't. I've been like I said. I've been watching a ton of news. Still, uh, it's bad, but whatever. Uh, I can't help it. And <laughs> I need. But <laughs> otherwise, I watched. Well, after I caught up on my Jeopardy episodes, which was really sad because Rip Alex <sighs> Trebek. I know. He was my, <laughs> but, it was like the worst 2020 news this whole I year. Know. Like people in my family have been dying of COVID. <laughs> Shit's been fucked up in the world, but Alex Trebek fucking died and I'm mad about it. Was it. Like the, it was like the cherry on top of the cake of how horrible everything is. The shit cake. Um, did you hear about that? I don't know where it was, but there was a news anchor that got suspended because he asked why 2020 took Alex Trebek and not Mitch McConnell. <laughs> 
oh god, I want to like donate to that dude's GoFundMe or whatever. He's just asking the real questions. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, I think 2020 may have already taken Mitch McConnell and he's undead now. It's something's uh, there's something wrong with that man. I mean, more more than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, it was nice to catch up on my Jeopardy because, uh, like I said before we started recording, I've been doing a lot of embroidering, and so that's like the perfect thing to watch while I'm embroidering because mm-hmm. I don't have to. Wa- I don't really have to look much unless it's like a video clue. Uh, I just have to listen and yell answers to my screen while uh-huh. I'm embroidering. Um, and then on, I've also caught up, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but the they started a new season of Sixteen and Pregnant, mm-hmm. and I re and I watched all of the. Uh, episodes i hadn't seen yet which was good and i i wanted to mention that because i think it's really interesting this season because it takes place like during covid and uh like that's a that's a plot point and and every single episode at some point and these more recent episodes like they've been pregnant during covid which is like a whole you know yeah so that's been really interesting to watch um but yeah that's really all i've been watching but i do want to shout out real quick and let everyone know that I think this is the first time uh, ever, definitely the first time in a long time that there are seasons of Survivor available for streaming on Netflix. And the two, uh-huh. there are two seasons on Netflix: uh, Heroes versus Villains and Kagiyan, which are two of like the best seasons. Like, wow. if you're going to like Survivor at all, you're going to like these seasons. So, if you are interested, not you, but general you, if you are yeah. interested in looking into Survivor, I know it's kind of daunting to get into because there's 40 seasons but these two seasons are incredible uh heroes versus villains is an all returnee season uh but it's like a classic and kagiyan is a completely new cast season so watch them that's my recommendation for the week nice yeah no i saw that on netflix last night because it was like it immediately fucking called me out i clicked on it on the roku and it was like god damn it i can't escape it it's following me oh god um but yeah yeah. so that's that's it but this week we are going to continue with what we've been doing the last couple weeks and we are going to talk more dugger we're going to do more dugger dish what did we call it i don't know deep dish dugger (laughs) (laughs) we were were really trying to come up with something and it just the alliteration's hard all i got is that we done did the duggers Oh, oh God! We didn't do any of them. We did no, no thanks. Dis we do we did dis done dis done dis the duggers. I love it. Um, I mean the name Duggar is horrible enough by itself. It's hard to you know find. And they really stuff started that sounds this good with season it. off with just the greatest. Can you imagine if Spurgeon had been Spurgeon Duggar? Spurgeon Duggar. Uh, Spurgeon Seawald is pretty bad though. The alliteration of that one, like n- alliteration. The alliteration in and of it, like alliteration in and of itself in names, doesn't bother me necessarily. But Spurgeon Seawald sounds like a character in a fantasy novel, like a bad. That's very one. true. Yeah, like when, like if Terry Pratchett just was winging it that exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he definitely would have been Spurgeon the surgeon in a Terry Pratchett novel. Oh, da- oh yeah, you know it. Um, but okay, so we are going to talk about season three of Counting On, mm-hmm. and this one I feel like this season might as well be called like the Ginger and Jeremy season. It was basically all about them, yeah. which is really unfortunate because God damn it, they drove me fucking crazy. I know this whole um, season was just like 
suffering like for me it was cringe i was like it was so bad it was okay it was so bad it was so bad but let's get into it we'll start with episode one which is called a courtship begins (sighs) so the main point of this episode was of course the beginning of the courtship between ginger and jeremy um so in this episode Jeremy comes to visit and, of course, immediately upon arrival, has to have a conversation with Jim Babalone about courting his daughter. Yeah. Um, Can I look at your property? Yeah. Um, And I want to also they kept this isn't particular to this episode, but this kept coming up during the season that like, oh, yeah, a couple of months ago, I asked Jim Bob's permission to talk to his daughter. And it's like, she's a fucking adult. Like, I'm sorry. No. Like, I, I understand, I don't quite get it, but I guess I I can see the whole, like, oh, asking the permission for marriage, whatever. That's one thing. But, like, I need your permission to talk to your daughter? No, 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 no. I did, like, I think at the end, maybe? I don't know. Time is a flat circle in these fucking episodes because they jump around so true. much. But, it's true. Um, they were saying that they're, they're like, oh, well, we've been talking for 15 months, but we've been official for 13 months. And I was like... Oh. Yeah, it's like whatever. Um, Sassy. Also, we've been talking for just yeah. fifteen months because you've just been talking. Um, right. <laughs> I think there's one more, one other daughter that's getting ready to be courted pretty soon here. But I think Jim Bob's reaction to every single like guy asking to court his daughter is the same. It's just wow. Like, he wasn't expecting it. Like, this mm-hmm. whole scene wasn't set up with the intention of, like, filming this, like, courtship thing. Yeah. Like, well, and, like, you have 19 kids, about half of which are daughters, and you've married off a couple of them. This has happened to you before. And it's going to happen to you a lot more times, so. Except for um, Jana, because uh, Jana, my lesbian queen. <laughs> Jana. <laughs> um, shockingly, Jim Bob says yes. And Shocker. so they uh, go back to the compound <laughs> and um, Ginger and Jeremy go outside and have the talk where Jeremy asks Ginger to court. And I think is Ginger just like so. Um, what's the what's the nice way to say it? <laughs> say it the mean way. <laughs> is Ginger just like so dumb that she could not come up with like a a, a coherent sentence response to that or like i, I, think I don't so. i don't i don't like, think she's ever had a, i don't <laughs> think she's ever talked to a boy outside of her family really that's true honestly it's uh it's just it's so cringy and like the whole this whole season like they kept all the siblings kept talking about how like oh she's not in the same world as us she's like I'll in a different her planet and they're on a different and it's planet like, and they kept talking about how, like, oh, yeah, that's just normal behavior. And I'm like, that's really, like, not, though. That's Mm-mm. not normal behavior in a relationship. No. I'm sorry. That's, that's like, Maybe for, weird. like, the first month or two of a long-distance relationship, you're, like, always texting. Maybe. But, like, that's Yeah, I get the always texting thing. But, like, they were talking about how, like, she's like, can't even, like, pay attention to anything anyone's saying because mm-hmm. she's thinking about it. And it's like, that <sighs> yeah. is bad. That's so much. Um, and he's not that interesting. Like... You think he about isn't. him for like 15 minutes and you've got him. He's done. You're yep. done with thinking he's not, about him. He's not a complex individual. Um, so that was the main part of this episode. The other parts of this episode. Let's see. We went back to Jill and Derek and they got 
uh, at the end of their Central America time, and they've right. been tortured by tarantulas and cougars, and now it's so dangerous that Jill can't leave the house, and there's water outages, and I don't know. It was yeah, fucking it's weird. hard. It's hard. They keep. They always talk about how like dangerous it is, but it's really hard to like tell if that's just them being like yeah. racist, yeah, <laughs> and like. Or if it's true, because it's not like they're, like, really supporting it with any, like, evidence. They're just saying, like, oh, there's coyotes. It's like, wow, there are coyotes in America, too, some places. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I saw a tarantula at my parents' house when I lived in Texas. Like, tarantulas are around, and they're scary. Yeah. But they don't want to fuck you up. They just put their little legs up and shake their tummy at you. Like, Right. They're not going to kill you. No. I mean, scorpions might, but... Um, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's it as a rainforest place where they've lived in just boring ass. All you have are wild dogs and pigs. Arkansas, like I can right. see how that's super scary. Like snakes and big cats and shit. But like then they're like, oh, oh, there's so much strife. And I'm like, but is there? I don't really remember there being like a huge amount of strife that wasn't just like kind of random. Right. Or right. if you're involved with the cartels, which I know missionaries get caught in between cartel bullshit sometimes, but also I don't think Derek would would do that, I think, unless, no. unless he just did it on accident because he's stupid. Well, that that I could definitely believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there nothing really super big going on there. They're coming home soon, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the other plot line we talked uh, uh, with Jessa and Ben, who had their friend the Napiers, who I think we talked about them in one of the other episodes of this, um, who have an adopted child, and of course they're you know spinning this whole that they want to adopt thing. I don't I don't know this this yeah. whole I feel like this plot line of them wanting to adopt at least in the show it goes away pretty soon, um, thankfully. Um, but yeah, and prep, so they prepare for their kids to come over by baby proofing the house mm-hmm. in like the seconds leading up to it because the Duggars don't know how to plan or do time management. No, which is the same thing. Like, I think it's next episode of the episode after, but kind of related, um, Jill and Derek coming home. They're like, oh, they've been gone for 10 months, but we've got to redo their whole house in four days. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys, what were you guys doing for the other nine months? Oh, probably having a baby. But, yeah. Um, eight babies. Yeah. Even the boys. John David, pregnant. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, and then the other plot line that I, uh, you can see in this season, especially, they're really trying to get, like, introduce the other kids that are going to be entering, like, courtship age soon. Um, so they have, like, John helping Josiah get his commercial driver's <laughs> license, which was so exciting. So exciting. I love watching people parallel park a semi. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, I think that was that was pretty much all I had for this episode. Mm-hmm. What was but episode, episode two? Episode two is called "It's Official." Oh. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So this was the one. Was this the one where they started doing survival training, or was that the next mm-hmm. episode? Yeah, this is the one where they start. Yeah, they okay. start this episode. I love that they fucking showed up in skirts and flip flops for fucking for survival training. Like I get. You're not allowed to wear pants, but, like... Yeah, like, they don't even have... They're wearing, like, literal, like, sandals Mm -hmm. to go to survival training. Not even just camping. Yeah. Like, just camping alone, that would be dumb. Yeah. But survival training, where they know that they're going to be, like, doing shit, and, like, why... I just... They are just so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. 
wear a sensible skirt, I guess. A cargo skirt. <laughs> I just feel like the Duggars, this this whole season is just showing that the Duggars have, like, no cognitive ability to plan ahead mm-hmm. or to think about things, like, in any other way than just, like, I mean, they've oh, honestly, it's going to happen. The Duggars have never really failed. Like, they've had 19 fucking kids and they've somehow afforded all that and a huge-ass compound and Jim Pop keeps buying up real estate and it's like they literally and if they if they do fail it's always failing up like oh i i was bad at rap so now i'm gonna become something else and it's like right bud yeah it's they've never had to be creative in their thinking so they just wing it all the time it's true yeah they literally just do like whatever (laughs) their dad has laid out for like the family like whatever skills are with it already within the family that they can learn from somebody else like those are the only things that they can go for which is like okay so you could be a pilot like you could run for office you can go into real estate or you can sell cars like those are the only things that's all you get or you could be a midwife well yeah that's yeah that's for the girls you could be a midwife or a mom if you're Mm -hmm. a girl and the other ones you could be if you're a guy as we saw with uh who was it was it ginger who was trying to sell a car last season buy and sell a yes car? yeah yes she fucked that right up she fucked it up so she had to go get married instead yeah <laughs> she got um, sold <laughs> she got sold um but yeah so this episode really talks a little bit more about jeremy who is interesting i mean he's not interesting but he's interesting in that he's not quite the same as some of the other duggar mm-hmm. um husbands are he's from philadelphia originally he went to college and everything like he has talked about how he's like gotten drunk before he's like done thing wow he's like experienced know, do life i think he's a virgin oh no I, I think he was i think he came out and said he wasn't a virgin okay or something i didn't I think. hear that in this one but i mean it's entirely no possible, not in the yeah. sh- not in the show but i think like it's come out that he wasn't i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that but i mean i don't think there's a way he could be no, yeah, he, like, went to college, and then he was a professional soccer player. Like, dude fucked. We know he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Lord called him. Yeah. And so now he oversees a church in Laredo, Texas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you fail at soccer, just become a preacher. Exactly. Those who can't do, preach. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I went there. You went there. <laughs> um... This one, this whole survival training was just so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't, I hated every minute of this survival training. I hated everything about it. I hated the fucking spiders in the leaves. I hated that no. they were eating bugs and that they're like, never eat raw bugs. And like, I don't know. I just, uh, uh, I hated this whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, this, actually this bleeds kind of perfectly into the next episode. It, it's kind of like a two episode arc. So the next episode is called Duggars in the Wild. So it starts... <laughs> They start in the last episode and that this the last episode ends and they see a bear in the middle of the night. And then <laughs> which is like so dramatic, but like obviously nothing happens. The biggest note that I have is like, what is the point of them doing this if they don't come prepared at all? They don't seem to really be paying attention or like, I don't know. They It kind of was like it seemed like they were a little disrespectful to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I I think survival camp training that you pay for probably thousands of dollars is stupid shit. But yes. it feels like they just, like, Jim Bob had a friend who ran a survival camp and wanted to get some free promo on the show. Like, yeah. they didn't want it. There's no reason that they're ever going to need it. Like, 
No. They fuck aren't. no. They these people aren't Mormons. They're not prepared for three years. <laughs> like, yeah, no. They're just flying by the seat of their pants. They're having the survival training, not paying attention, and they're not going to survive, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, there are plenty of them. They don't all need to survive anyway. Yeah, that's why you have um, 19 kids. You got a spare kid or two. Exactly, exactly. Uh, just in case, you know, one or two dies or, you know, turns out to be gay or something. We don't mm-hmm. have to worry about them. Um, let's see. Satanists. But for but the, yeah this uh this whole during this whole experience they always were commenting about how Ginger was like always on her phone or talking about Jeremy and it's Taking like pictures Gin- yeah Ginger is the most annoying person in a relationship ever and I would not put up with that shit for a second like how no. old is Ginger in this episode do you let's know? see she, okay so she was born in ninety three I know she was like a year younger than me and this is in sixteen so twenty three. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, this is like 16-year-old behavior. Like, if yeah, she were no, 16 yeah. and texting like this, like, yeah, I get that. That was all of us at 16 just being annoying as shit. But, yeah, girl. no, she's in her early 20s. Like, no, that's not, no. Mm-mm. You got to work on your attachment issues. For real. But, you know, maybe it's all about the fact that Jeremy was a hussy Satan worshiper beforehand. So maybe yeah. she always has will have the fear that maybe he is doing saucy things on the side maybe maybe who else is he inviting over to that apartment exactly that beautiful beautiful apartment the only other thing i wrote about episode two is uh how come they get to go to japan and china i was like <laughs> the whole time i was like oh you guys don't even appreciate this food yeah for real no they should not they should not be allowed to leave arkansas for real like Mm-mm. they are not a representative a good representative of our country like no no please we're sorry everybody who's had to deal with them um yeah but that pretty much i don't know that leads us into kind of episode four which is meet the parents mm-hmm. so this is when ginger and jim jim bob and michelle of course go to a trip to visit jeremy and they meet the parents and all that kind of stuff um Yeah, uh, this one, they were walking around with Jim Bob and Michelle and the other parents and, I guess, the Vuolos. And uh, it's not really a date until you hit the pawn shop part just fucking killed me. I was like, no. First of all, coronavirus. I know this is four years in the past, but first of all, coronavirus. Coronavirus. (laughs) Where are your masks? And y'all are just fucking goobers. Like, who wants to go to a pawn shop? Like, that's just so consumer shysty yeah yeah it's so jim bob duggar though to be like oh yeah let's go to the pawn shop like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's saving money is so romantic um but of course they have to make you know so many comments about oh there are rings in this pawn shop there are rings mm-hmm. it's like y'all have been courting for like two weeks like take a chill pill <laughs> but we all know um, it doesn't actually matter like oh, how long no. they've been courting they're just the fucking worst and they're gonna marry whoever they first start courting have they ever had a courtship gone awry other than Jana? they have they uh josiah actually um was in a courtship uh with a girl but then this was right before all the josh duggar scandal happened and so then that happened and they ended their courtship so i'm pretty sure it was all related to the josh duggar thing and i don't blame him at all and that girl dodged a fucking bullet holy shit yeah uh but yeah other than that nope nothing public at least interesting yeah i kind of just from what i've seen of the duggars thus far since i am a dugger virgin 
God, that made me want to die yeah, inside. <laughs> those two words should not be spoke. Like, I just don't want to. Nah. Um, yeah, like they. It just seems like once you are courtship, it's just like, okay, here's your promise ring. We're getting married. Once your dad says yeah. it's okay, like. Yeah, once you're in the courtship, like you're already sold, pretty much. Yeah, which I get is what is like their thing. They have the courtship that's like we're committed, but this is you know our probationary period, so I can still fire you in three months. Yeah, I just, um, their whole, like, definition of courting is they keep saying, like, oh, it's dating with a purpose. It's, like, dating with the intention of marriage. Like, why? Like, that's just dating yeah, that's just for a dating. lot of people. Yeah. Why does that need its own distinguished, like, like, it's they just. they want to be special. Okay, whatever. We know. But, like, they want to be special. I would say, like, I mean, obviously, there are some people who, like, just date around and stuff like that, which is whatever. But, like, I would say most people, you know when they're dating or like, you know, trying to like date people, mm-hmm. they're looking for something more serious or like yeah. they would want that if it led that way. Like that's not, that's not special. That's not that special. That doesn't <laughs> fucking make you special, Duggar, is that you're looking for love. So is everybody fucking else at this point in time. Yeah. Like we're like everyone, not everyone, but you know, most people want commitment in a relationship and love and whatever. We're just not virgins. We're just not virgins. <laughs> and we weren't when we got married. Shit. Exactly. Did you wear a white I dress? I didn't. You did. Mine was, mine, no, mine oh. was actually, um, like, the actual dress was almond, and it had, like, a lace overlay, so it wasn't quite white. Hell yeah. I love it. Because it, it's yeah. nutty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> mine was, mine was champagne. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. I don't know what else to say about this. They went to the, is this, I don't even know. I, I literally just wrote the Duggars are such goobers like three different times. Cause they're all I mean, just such fucking goobers. They are like, I, I cringe every time, especially fucking Jim Bob. He's the worst of them yeah. all. And so when he's around in any capacity, he like brings out the goober in everyone. And it's just like literally physically painful to watch. Mm-hmm. I know I hadn't that- seen a whole lot of Jim Bob because I haven't watched 19 Kids and Counting. So like mm-hmm. post Josh, he's- it's not yeah. a lot of them. And he's just the fucking worst. I just hate him. He's so right. dumb. He's such a goober. He is. Not only is watching them with Jim Bob just really cringy, but just watching Jeremy and Ginger interact is so cringy because they are just so horny for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's so much sexual tension that it's like it's uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. And it's like, like it's not even like the fun kind of sexual tension to watch. Like, in no, movies and stuff. It's, it's two people no. who don't know what they're fucking doing. It's like 14 year olds like slobbering on each other. It's pain, and the, but it's even like worse because these are fucking adults. Like yeah. it makes it so much worse. Uh, it's it was awful. This is uh, it's just so bad. And they're the I feel like of all of the Duggar couples, like even the ones that are upcoming, they're the worst with this. At least pre marriage, like they're the mm-hmm. like m- most like I want to throw up watching them. So at least we made it through that vomit comet. Okay, so some of the other plot points in this episode. Let's see. Oh, um, they we go back down to Central America and mm. Jill hosts a Bible study and talks, you know, has the whole like white savior complex talking about how she's so happy she could offer this as it's like the only time some of these women like 
get hope in their life. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. wow, you're so like just the way that it was just so entitled the way that she said it. It's yeah, like, you're also, really... how the fuck do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you kind of half speak Spanish and you just yeah. talk about the Bible and like right. the occasional like marital problem. It appears. Yeah, you don't you don't know anything about what these people's actual life is like. Yeah, and you um, obviously don't really care to get to know them too much. Right, and it's just it's just I think it makes it so much worse because we know that Jill and all of the Duggars have so much less life experience than mm-hmm. most people just because of how sheltered they've been. So it's in, almost insulting to have these people go and be like, oh, I'm helping them make their lives so much better when it's like, bitch, you haven't even done any, like, yeah, you haven't lived your life. Privilege. Like, you're just showing Ugh. that you are so privileged. If you're, like, what do you think you're going to do? Is this El Salvador? This is El Salvador. So, like, in El Salvador, yes. There have been lots of really bad things in a lot of people's lifetimes. And it's like, okay, so you're a person who has been threatened by, like, a military hunter, someone who possibly have been a victim of sexual assault. But this lily white fucking virgin, 21-year-old, is going to roll in and be like, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm going to make your life better because we're going to read the Bible together. Oh, the other part, so... Um, of, it goes back to the whole like there are five skills you can learn in this family uh, John takes Joy to practice so she can get her pilot's license mm-hmm. um, and it was really painful to watch them like driving there because it's so clear that they don't have any idea like any they know nothing about each other at all yeah. and like there's no connection there's nothing there it's just like painful um, it's so wild that you can be like strangers in a family yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, my brother and I, I have one sibling and my brother and I, like, we're like normal level closeness. I would say we're not like best friends, but we talk and stuff. Yeah, but, like, you know, like what's going on in your life yeah. and what you're interested in. And I'm just thinking like, if I were in a car with my brother, like we would be talking about stuff or like, at least like pointing stuff out. Like we wouldn't just be like sitting in silent, like awkward silence with mm-hmm. each other. Um, anyway. And then the other thing was, um... They had a Duggar graduation party for Jed, Jer, and Joy because they have three kids graduating at once. To yeah. be fair, two of them are twins. Yeah. But um, weird. But also, I loved how they, like, didn't have um, any type of diploma. So they just <laughs> had, like, Josiah making Duggar Academy diplomas and printing them out on their home printer. And it's like, God damn. So I was just like, are you all serious? And it did really tie in to the Plathville stuff. Like, you guys really fucked us up by not get letting us, you know, everyone's going to have to get a GED. Everyone's going to have to, like, I was just thinking education. that. <laughs> it's just yeah. such fucking bullshit. It is. It really is. Uh, but then um, upon talking to Joy about what she's going to do after graduation, she said, quote, I'm going to help my mom around the house with the kids. What a life. What a life. But she gets married in like a couple years soon, like after this. So Mm -hmm. she'll be helping out with her own kids soon enough. You know, you'll just do your job, which is pregnancy and motherhood. That's That's all you can be. That's all you can be. All Um, right. So yeah. Anything else about this episode you wanted to say? I don't think so. I kind of stopped putting where the episodes were. So you're gonna have. Oh no! Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I can. I'll. I'll lead it. Okay, so episode five is called A Big Surprise. Um, So this episode is mostly about Jeremy coming to visit and surprise Ginger. Mm -hmm. They 
comment all the time about how Ginger and Jeremy are in a long distance relationship. And that is technically true. But mm-hmm. they do see each other like at least every other week. They do a visit. So like. I do have to look this up because this is a question that I had. Um, what town do the Duggars live in? Taunty Town. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a three hour flight with in- including a stop in Dallas. So mm-hmm. it's not that far. It's not that long. I'm sure it's not that expensive to travel back and forth. I don't know. Right. Right. I, and of course, and their courtship is literally like only a couple of months, like literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, at, the plan is um, Ben goes to pick Jeremy up at the airport. And then of course they have to go look at rings mm-hmm. because it's been, it's they've hit the three week mark of their <laughs> courtship. So that means yeah. ring shopping, of course. Yeah. Ring shopping with your soon to be brother-in-law's. So after they do the ring shopping, they're going to meet Jessa and Ginger at, of course, Tacos for Life. We're back at it again at Tacos, Tacos for Life. life. And um, going and Jeremy's going to bring their food to the table and surprise them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're running on Duggar time, so they're late, and there's a whole bunch of drama of, like, if they're going to be there on time and blah, 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 blah. But, they, of course, they make it. They, they make, make it. it. And Ginger is surprised and taken aback and And then Ben eats Jess's taco. Yeah, like Ben is just standing there with... Okay, so they bring out the food for Uh Jessa and Ginger. Like enough food for two people. Uh Uh-huh. And Ben is holding the taco. And while the interaction between Ginger and Jeremy is happening, (laughs) he's just eating it. And then they like call him out on it and he looked surprised. Like I think he did not know what he was doing. Like he was just so dumb. He was like taco in hand must bring to mouth. Oh, this smells good. Food. Taco in hand. Put mouth. Put to mouth. I mean, I get that. I understand that vibe. I do too. Sometimes you're just holding a food and you're like, "Mm." it's like when you're, when your mom gives you a dish at Thanksgiving, it's like, go put that on the table. And you're like, yeah, exactly. And then you go put it on the table. But first, uh, but like, I just genuinely, like, I don't, I think Ben is just, just, he doesn't have a lot going on up there. Mm -hmm. That's okay. No, it's in with the rest of of the family. Kind of a windy noise when you get close to him. (laughs) Like elevator music. (laughs) <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> um, and so after this, they all go on this like weird family group date to a uh, adult theme park, which was like, okay. That was so awkward. Yeah. It's even more awkward because Jeremy is, let's see, how old is Jeremy? He's like older than Ginger. Oh, gross. Um, not, not like creepily. But I want to see what year he was born. Because I know Ginger was born in... Okay, yeah, he was born in 87. So he's five years older than Ginger. Um, No, six. He's six years older than Ginger. And it's, like, weird that this, like... This man who is, like, in his late 20s is, like, going with all of these, like, early 20s to this, like, bumper car theme park. It just, like... I know. Felt weird to me. And then they all just got so competitive about the bumper cars. And, like, okay, so... When you saw the bumper cars, did you immediately have flashbacks to Class Action Park? I sure did. I sure fucking did. I was like, did they go to Class Action Park? They would. They would fucking go. They'd be like, it's oh, in yeah, God's they hands. I, I, they would deserve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd definitely lose at least one child. Did you have anything else to say about the no, I just, theme park? I was just going to say that Ginger has really crazy eyes. This she fucking episode. does. It's just so crazy. I- They're so big. 
Yeah, like this, she could not like handle the surprise. Her eyes are gonna bust out of her head. She like there are lots of Duggars with crazy eyes. She's at the top of the list for sure, especially in this like pre-marriage period. I feel like she's settled the crazy eyes down. Now she has like sad eyes. Yeah, and isn't she blonde dead eyes now too? She's like blonde. She and is. Sad. She's blonde, and she like I don't know if it's just the hair and the way she dresses, but she looks so much older to me and she's younger than me mm-hmm. um and it's just like a little concerning because like yikes i mean i think i, I don't think know babies steal part of your life force that's true so if you that grow more than one it gets rough and then it goes around where like you start being like michelle so you've never seen the light of sun because you've just been pregnant the whole time so your skin exactly. is great when you're 60 not so great yeah. when you're 26 yeah um ginger actually Speaking of, she's due literally any day now with her with her new baby girl. And she was just posted a picture like two days ago of her getting a pedicure. <sighs> and I was I was reading I was reading like the comments on it on Reddit. And first of all, I know you and I are like you and I are like quarantining still yeah. like we don't leave. No. And I know that's not what everyone's doing and that's whatever. But like people were saying like when your doctors when you're pregnant, like they tell you you need to be quarantining like at at like 37 weeks for sure because you need to be quarantining before you give birth like it has to happen so fuck her anyway um don't go get a pedicure like there's no need there's no need do one at home you have a bathtub you have a bucket for hot water if you don't have a bathtub stick some feet in there and do it yourself make your get jeremy yeah make jeremy Jeremy do do it it. he would do it probably probably do it poorly but he would do it yeah um but yeah the uh oh the other part of this episode Flame comes back and you can him really and believe it. <laughs> him and Ben um, are trying to grill and neither of them know how to grill and it was hard to watch. And then he takes Flame over to the compound, which is again hard to watch. I just like can't imagine I wanna know what the Duggars are thinking while they're like have this like this like black rapper in yeah. a house, which like you know they have been told like that is not like that's but he's yeah. godly, so it's okay. He's godly, so it's kind of okay. But, like, we saw the graduation where they had, like, 300 people in the house and not a single one was a black person. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're not – this is not normal for them. Like, Arkansas still has sundown towns. Like, I, I feel like Flame got to Arkansas and was just like, fuck. <laughs> then he left, yeah. Um, but, yeah, then they take him and they make him wear a cowboy hat and, like – use a backhoe or whatever and that was so much i mean it was very funny when he was when flame was like trying to do farming stuff i was just like oh honey you are a city boy yeah (laughs) i get it i too was a city child but still funny and i did i can't remember which of the not important boy duggers said this but they said um that they don't do rap they only eat chicken wraps Yes, I think that was John. John said God, that. But I can't yeah, even remember. Like yeah, God. I don't remember who it was because it could have been any of them. <laughs> yes, they're all interchangeable, pretty much. Um, at least before they're married, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, that was really pretty much it for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And that goes into episode six, which is the big event. Um, and this has kind of been talked about throughout the season. We haven't really talked about it yet, but they're... Ben is basically planning this, like, big football camp. I don't really know much about the details. I don't really go into, like, what it's for like, or, why? like, 
or why I think and I know he talked in like previous seasons about being interested in like inner city ministry for youth. So I'm assuming it's related to that. But like they didn't really go into a lot of detail about like who this was for, why they were doing it. That well, kind and of why thing, has just, Ben doing it? Why? Who, yeah. Who's teaching these people football? Yeah, like, Ben doesn't know how to play. Like, Ben can't play football. In this episode, it is illustrated because children are beating him. Mm-hmm. Like, six-year-olds. I don't know. Probably, like, some kind of fucking charity fraud or something that they're running. Right. I will just say, as somebody who has... I've planned a ton of events for libraries. Like, big mm-hmm. events, small events, all kinds of stuff. It is a true sign of a poorly planned event if you have absolutely no idea how many people are going to be there. Like... yeah. I understand not having an exact number or having like a guesstimation. Of course, that's fine. But like having she's like, it could be four. It could be 80. Like, no, no, yeah. that's and it's that's like, not it's good. It's not like it's something like uh, having a, you know, drag queen sit and read a book for you. It's not story right. time where it's like you kind of go in and out and it's based on how your kid is like this is a camp that you would have to plan. Yeah. for. And you use resources for and like you need a certain like they were making bags for people like the, like I made I did programs of all kinds like programs like the story times but then ones where like I had to have supplies for everyone mm-hmm. and like those are ones where you have to at least have a ballpark yeah and like just have like a sign up here spaces are limited That's yeah all you need. or like or some type of like if you want to do like a Facebook event to have people and like anything like that but like to have no idea is just wow but of course it worked out and they had like 70 kids show up and i don't really know what they did except play football it, it really didn't go into detail of like what this was i don't really understand but whatever i don't know i think i'm just at the point that everything that they do on the show is either someone that jim bob knows in business like a pawn shop or survival camp yeah or it's them doing some stupid charity thing and like horning in on it just so that they can like, mm-hmm. Oh, we, we spent $10,000 on this. We can take that off our taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, probably something like that. I, I don't, I don't really know. The night before the camp started, they of course were still not ready because this is the theme of this season. Mm-hmm. And um, so they, uh, they employ, I would assume is the Duggar family tradition of child labor and <laughs> have all the, all of the younger siblings help them make, <laughs> make uh, backpacks. And they're like, yeah, this is the great part of being a big family. You just get all these kids to do whatever the fuck you want them to do. Yeah. It's like, like oh. yeah, that's what people did back when they were farming and there weren't child labor laws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, know, and then other ridiculous. than, yeah, the other part of this episode was Jana and Jill working on redoing the Duggar house for Jill and Derek's return. Which, uh, man, I did America. not realize how yellow that house was, but it's yellow. It was a yellow, yellow fucking house, yeah. Um, Let's see. I don't know. It was dumb. And then, there, like, like, half of these episodes were all just, who do you think John David will court? Who do you think yeah. Joseph will court? Who do you think Josiah will court? This and this in this particular episode, they asked them what color would Jana be, and um, they all answered the perfect color. Yes, and then somebody said the perfect color, and I'm like, could he really not even think of a single color to say? No, like he could have just been like sky blue. That's it. Yeah, blue. The perfect color. Purple, green. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just they also had one of you know scallopini moments where it was like what's the difference between spaghetti and linguine and that was very satisfying linguine is just fancy spaghetti yeah oh my god yeah i feel like those 
questions. They they start asking those type of questions to the Duggars more often. And it's it those questions in particular are the ones that really show me just how little they know mm-hmm. about everything. The world. Um, yeah, it's sad. So episode seven is called Guy's Guide to Dating. Oh, um yeah. My alternate title for this one was 18 Rules for Courting My Teenage Daughter. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's good. Um, and this one, it just has a lot of the the guys, which was weird that, like, the younger guys were giving advice on courting when it's like, y'all haven't even courted anyone. So who are no. you? Why are you giving advice? But well, okay. Essentially, all of them have only ever courted one person, basically. Yeah. So yeah. Well, who is anyone to be giving anyone advice? Yeah, exactly. Circle it back um, to why is Jill telling these women how to live in El Salvador when she's just been married to one dumbass her whole life? Right, exactly. Uh, but they gave a whole bunch of rules like, oh, making sure you get good, getting good, getting in good with the dad. That was like the first thing they talked about. And then they talked about uh, keeping it simple and, you know, just like the dumbest things that you could think of, like common fucking sense. Every kiss begins with K. Exactly. <laughs> um, but then also in this episode, um, the like main plot line behind the dumb shit was Ginger and Jeremy were planning like a kind of a tr- longer trip uh, to visit Jeremy's family in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to go to New York where Jeremy was planning a surprise proposal. And pop the question. And pop the question. But let's see. Um, they kind of snuck in there that Joseph went to the alert camp for nine weeks at this, like in this point in time. And I was yes. like, Oh God. Yeah. So alert camp, like almost all of the Duggar boys go to alert camp, which is like basically a Christian camp that like treats you, that like teaches you how to be a man, whatever the fuck that means. It teaches um, you your toxic masculinity in case you exactly. haven't learned it yet. Um, and I will make a kind of an interesting observation that, like I said, most, if not all of the Duggar boys have gone to it, but only one of them has gone, has had to go to it twice. And that was Josiah, who is the one that a lot of people think may not quite be the straightest. Yeah. So I think four lines down from alert camp thing, I wrote, he's definitely gay about Josiah. Yeah. yeah. They don't like advertise conversion therapy or anything, but like. You know, like it's, yeah. you know, they tell you, you should, it's a Christian camp that tells you how to be a man. Like they're not going to be okay with you being gay. Cause isn't that also where they sent Josh like right after he was molesting his sisters, like for his thing. I can't remember. Yeah. Was... I think, yes. When he was a kid. Yeah. They sent him there, I think. And then maybe somewhere else too, but I know he did go to alert at yeah. least once during that time. God, they're so gross. I hate yep. these camps. Yep, it's fucked up. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote on mine while well, they're talking about courtship and talking about talking a lot before getting married. Yeah, that's a good thing. But also, you can hug and talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they they keep talking about how like oh yeah they're gonna save the physical for their relationship, and that's like whatever. Like you do you, but like I don't understand like why you can't like hug. Like, what the fuck? Because your groins touch. Uh, okay. Between whatever. two groins. <laughs> I, I don't get I, I don't get it at all. I don't either. Um, you got to leave room for Jesus, though, I guess. And Jesus is a big dude. That's true. That's true, I guess. Lots of space. 
But uh, also in this episode, they talked about how um, during the courtship, they have a group text with the family. Like they can't even text each other without being in a group text. So they literally cannot talk to each other alone at all until after they're married. They're not alone at all in text, in person at all, ever. How the fuck do you get to know somebody? I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm like, I am a different person around my husband that I am around my husband's parents. Like, I think that's pretty normal for everybody. Um, And I would like somebody who only knows me based on how I am in front of my in-laws. Like that's not, they don't know who you are. Yeah. It's like someone saying that they know you because they work with you. You're like, "Mm -mm, you don't know the half of it, bud. Like, (laughs) right. Um, (sighs) I don't know. But so this, again, this kind of bleeds over into the next episode, which is proposal in the city. So that one was a little bit, it was setting it up a little bit and like giving the rules to dating because we need the rules to dating from the Duggars because Mm -hmm. what else are we going to do? We're going to date just like them. I mean, they're my role models. So I need to base transferable dating skills. Exactly. I need to base all of my, you know, life processes on what the Duggars are doing because Mm -hmm. WWDD. What would Duggars do? Oh. (laughs) And then do the opposite. Yeah, exactly the opposite. (laughs) Um, They did go kayaking at this lake near Philadelphia, which really freaked me out because they they were allowed to wear shorts, like, because it was a swimsuit. They had to, like, talk about, they were, like, justifying, like, it's okay if we wear shorts. And it's like, honey, you don't need to, like, yeah, we don't just wear the shorts. Yeah. We're not, literally nobody is, like, oh my God, the Duggars are wearing shorts. They're going to hell. Like the only reason why people comment on it is because you guys are the ones that are like, we wear skirts. We're modest. You can't see our legs. They're sexy. Um, but then Jeremy was creepy as fuck. And he's like, I like seeing Ginger in her shorts. Ew. Yeah. Oh, ew. Sir, please stop. <laughs> uh, Ginger said it was a very romantic time, uh, kayaking. And I was just like, you're being circled by sh- like sharks. Like my yeah. sister and brother-in-law. So yeah. romantic. Beautiful. Um, so after that, they go and visit Grandma Volo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then she teaches Ginger how to make some Italian dish. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. Um, meatballs. Meatballs. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, do you want to stick your hands in some meat, honey? That's what <laughs> she said on the couch. <laughs> you want to stick your hands on some meat? I honestly, I kind of loved Grandma Volo. Like, I wonder how she really feels about the Duggar family. I don't know. I think she's like, thank God you fucking saved Ginger from that bullshit. Maybe. Because, like, Jeremy seems religious, but, like, their whole family doesn't seem, like, super religious. Like, obviously not fundy religious. Right. They don't seem to be as, like, fundy as the Duggars, for sure. Because I think Jeremy's an only child. Like, he's an only child. Yeah, so and he that went alone, college, and right, he went to and, regular school, and got drunk. Right, he's, so, like, a regular person. He is. Um, or he was. And then he, not, he, you know. He pulled up uh, Kim and Barry Plath. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is great. Okay, so after Ginger and Jeremy meet the parents and everything, the next day... They is the day, the big day, the, the big, big day. proposal day. And the plan is that they're going to go on a rooftop um, at sunset. And like one of his photographer friends is going to take pictures of them and he was going to propose to her. But of course, it's pouring rain and they don't have a backup plan, which like 
classic Duggar issue right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, the, the he the uh, sorry Jeremy asked the Lord for his help, and the Lord answered and gave and cut the rain off for a second, and so he was able to propose. And Ginger was like so fucking surprised, which like why were you surprised? Well, that was the dumbass. That was the biggest setup ever. Like if anyone's like, oh, we're going to go on a rooftop at sunset uh, in New York City and I bought a ring for you and I've been talking constantly about rings and getting married. Uh, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, Ginger? I don't know. But her eyes almost popped her out of her crazy fucking skull. eyes. That is the epitome of crazy eyes. I can see it. And I can see it right now. Like yeah, I don't even too. need to watch like, it. Like I can't see anything in my head, but I can see that. She was like, yes. Yeah. Like, dear God. I know, like, the, like, level of, like, uh, that happened. Yeah, yeah. God. It was know. embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Like, like uh, a woman in her early 20s. Like, like we said, this is not, like, a 15-year-old being asked yeah. to the prom by her crush. Oh, no. But, I mean, I think a lot of women in general do put a lot of stock in marriage so much so that they freak the fuck out when they get proposed mm-hmm. to. So I can give her that one, but her yeah. eyes are still crazy. I mean, I was excited. Don't get me wrong. Like I was excited when my husband asked me to, well, I was like fucking finally when he asked me to marry me. <laughs> and, um, but like, yeah, I think I, I hope my eyes weren't that crazy. No, I don't think mine were that crazy, but Chris proposed on top of a waterfall in Iceland and we almost fell in cause I got like a hip oh, cramp. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, um, when Kyler, so Kyler proposed to me, um, we were actually downtown Cincinnati and we were going to a concert and we were walking. We got there early, which like that should have been my cue. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was going to be that night. But I that should have been my cue because he's never early. Um, and so we were like, let's he was like, let's just like walk along the river and like just walk and have a good time. And we walked and he did it. And <laughs> when he got on his knee and he like opened the box, he opened it upside down. And so the ring just like flew off into the, <laughs> thankfully just into the grass. And he was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> it was funny. Like I diffused. Mean, there the is no moment. other way for Kyler to propose than with at least no. one gaff. Exactly. If something like didn't happen or if Kyler wouldn't have tripped or something, like it wouldn't have been a Kyler proposal. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as good. It was perfect. Perfect. It's the perfect color. <laughs> the perfect <laughs> color. All right. So the last episode we're going to talk about, there were like a couple of specials and stuff we didn't really watch because it's all the same shit. And also there was a Je- there was a Jessa's wedding special that was attached to this season. But like the whole next season is about Jessa planning her wedding. And then there's another wedding special. So like we'll save it for that. But uh, episode nine is called Jessa's Announcement. Um, I wonder get, what it could be. Do you want to guess what it's like? What could it possibly be? Um, it's of course that Jessa is pregnant again. They only, so they found out that um, she was pregnant when Spurgeon was, I think six months, they said. And I just want to know, asking for a friend, how the fuck are these women so fertile? I don't know. They're just supposed to be banging it out like every night. Like, <laughs> so like I said, the most of this episode was about, um, Jessa announcing to the family that she was pregnant again and so she brings the whole family over for an ice cream social and like first of all their house is not big and there's a million Duggars 
what do you think like they all know they're coming over for a reason they all know and they all know the only reason can be that you're pregnant like that's the only possible announcement you as a Duggar woman can have a married Duggar woman the only announcement you're making is that you're pregnant um so yeah they surprised her with a little picture that said doubling to love because they thought they would have to they were like yeah we chose that phrase because they would have to think about it for a while and it said like doubling to love February, whatever. And it's like, no, that 100% I look at that and I think, yep, she's pregnant. Yeah. There's no thinking know. that is required. Again, but okay. like Ginger, they don't, they are just so surprised it exists. <laughs> so surprised. Um, but yeah, so they're having another baby. And the other part of this episode was that um, Jill and Derek returned back from central america and go back to their house and yeah did you make note of the part where derek's shaving when they have water again for like the first time in a week or whatever and he put he just has a mustache and he says it makes me cultural in some way should i go back with that and i was just like uh i had a a, yeah i had a comment let's see what did i have in here i said oh good derek making racist jokes about mustaches cool yeah like what? How did you live with, these, live with these people for a year? And you're just like, oh, it makes me cultural. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a mustache just like him. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being like, oh, my friend Rodrigo has a mustache. And I think he looks cool. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But what the fuck? <sighs> um, anyway, so they're back. And um, they get to see Spurgy Cousin and everybody. And they all get to play. And they um, have uh, Jessa watch, and some of the other kids watch uh israel while jill and Derek go grocery shopping but of course they have to call it a date because like we've talked about every single time a couple is alone without kids they just decide it's a date and like that's not a that's just grocery shopping yeah every moment's a date when you get to spend it with your god-given soulmate uh i'm sorry i'm trying so hard on this i know i know <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of this whole season was not as exciting as like the previous two seasons. Even yeah, it no, was just it so was much like it was mostly just courting. like it was yeah, it was mostly just like a lot of awkward sexual tension mm-hmm. and dumb comments. Mm-hmm. But that's probably a lot of the Dagger seasons. Yeah, I think that's a lot of their existence. Can you imagine yep. what the fuck do they talk about? What do you have to babies. talk about? Babies and Trump. Uh. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think I they don't like know. Trump? Like they're very Republican, but like, do you think they like Trump? Are they actually? Well, not they had the tr- They had the Trump. They had Trump mm, like yeah. cut into their grass. And he's like, I mean, but I think they probably like Trump just because of what like he stands. Like, I don't think yeah. they like Trump personally because of how like I don't think anyone likes Trump personally. No, that's not true. Yeah, but no, um, unfortunately. Like- <laughs> But they probably, like, disagree with Trump, but they're like, but he's doing God's work in the White House. I mean, he's saving the babies, so that's fine. Exactly. That's all that matters. It's like Donald Trump, I'm sure, has had women get abortions that were his. Oh, fuck yeah. You know Donald Trump has paid for dozens of abortions. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I think we have, like, what, like, six, I think it's like 63 more days or something. We're almost Something there. We'll, like get, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. God, maybe. I know. If we don't die first. Yeah, or if the coup that's like the stupidest fucking coup, but everyone's just like, oh, this is happening and it's stupid. And you're like, well, but you could say no. You could you could say no. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's stop happening. 
Oh, well. <sighs> We're just living but in the Duggar's world. Living in the Duggar's world. Yeah. We just, yeah. But I think that's it for this season. Like I said, this season was really just the Ginger Jeremy, uh, s- you know, sexual tension season, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. They really should put a special of, like, Ginger and Jeremy's first time. Mm-hmm. Not really. I no. cringe. It just, every single time I think about any of the Duggars doing anything, kissing or whatever, it's just always that virgin bride or virgin, what's it called? Like, virgin bride where they're, like, sucking each other's faces. Like, yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. But, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, If you guys have any comments on what we talked about today or if you have any suggestions on things that you would like us to watch in the future, we would love to hear them. You can email us at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can hang out with us um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Reddit, and uh, (laughs) Patreon um, at tvliterate. You can send us stuff there or just hang out with us and talk shit about the plots or the Duggars. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're always, we're always ready to talk shit about the Duggars or yeah. almost pretty much almost anyone really, but like definitely always the Duggars. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, if they're a TV personality, we're going to shit on them just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of the Duggars real quick, I want to add, and I told you this yesterday, but there's mm-hmm. breaking Duggar news was that Justin Duggar who just turned 18 literally two days ago got engaged yesterday well you know at least he's legal at least he's legal by one day good luck buddy good luck to you good luck Um, that's all you're gonna do for your life (laughs) married yep all right well i think that is it for this week but we will talk to you guys later be safe and wear a mask yeah wear a fucking mask wear a fucking mask Bye. Bye.